Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie East and this, this is The Standard In the next seven minutes or so, we look back at a week that saw Boris wrap up COP26, COVID booster shots roll out for the over 40s, more rows over Tory sleeves, racism in cricket and the return of Adele. This is The Standout 7 from The Smart 7. Don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. The COP26 Climate Summit in Glasgow was originally supposed to wrap up on Friday, but instead negotiations continued into Saturday with a last-minute argument over terminology on coal, with India and China pushing for a phasing down of coal rather than a phasing out. Boris was very positive about the outcome, hailing it as a game-changing agreement that will see the end of coal power. For the first time ever, a UN climate change conference has delivered a mandate to cut coal power generation. And it's backed up by real action from individual countries. It is beyond question that Glasgow has sounded the death knell for coal power. He's also positive that the summit creates a roadmap for action on climate change. COP26 has shown that we can put the brakes on runaway climate change and we can preserve our unique planet for generations to come. Boris and the scientists were back in the big blue briefing room with an update on COVID boosters. New data shows that a third dose is extremely effective at extending protection and Professor Jonathan Van Tam says it's time to extend the booster programme to the 40 to 49-year-old population. The waning signal, whilst smaller, is also beginning to show in the 40 to 49s. And without boosting, I would expect it to increase. So JCVI has again acted decisively and recommended that the booster programme is now extended to 40 to 49s. And with Austria introducing a lockdown specifically for the unvaccinated and Germany struggling under a fourth wave of the Delta variant and low vaccination rates, Boris was warning that we need to learn lessons from Europe. Those countries with lower vaccination rates have tended to see bigger surges in infection and in turn been forced to respond with harsher measures. If we want to avoid new restrictions on our daily lives, we must all get vaccinated as soon as we are eligible. Yorkshire cricket's been at the centre of a racism row for a number of weeks now, and on Tuesday, former player Azim Rafiq appeared before the Digital Culture and Media and Sport Committee in the Commons to lay out a shocking story of what he described as institutionally racist behaviour in English cricket. There was comments such as, you lot sit over there near the toilets, um, elephant washers, uh, the word was used constantly, and no one, no one ever stamped it out. Because the institution and the environment, it becomes such a norm in there that I don't think anyone thought there was anything wrong with it. He's not alone in making accusations, with former Essex players alleging racism too, while Yorkshire have been suspended from hosting international matches by the ECB. Azim went on to describe how he was treated after his son was stillborn. In the 2017, um, we had a really difficult pregnancy. And through that time, the treatment that I received from some of the club officials were inhuman. They weren't really bothered about the fact that I was at training one day and I get a phone call to so say there's, there's no heartbeat. ECB Chief Executive Tom Harrison apologised in person and promised there would be swift action to reform cricket. We know we've let you down and we, will, we are going to fix this and we're going to fix it quickly and we're going to fix it fast because the survival of our sport depends on it. 
The Tory sleaze row continued on Wednesday as Boris Johnson attempted to draw a line under the matter, winning the backing of Tory MPs for a new amendment that said MPs who prioritise other paid work over serving their constituents should be appropriately punished. At Prime Minister's question time, Boris finally conceded that he'd made mistakes during the Owen Paterson affair. As I've said before, it certainly was a mistake and we do need, we do need a cross-party approach on an appeals process. Labour leader Sakir Starmer was less than happy with that as an explanation. That's not an apology. Everybody else has apologised for him, but he won't apologise for himself. A coward, not a leader. Things escalated from there into a shouting match, so much so that Speaker of the House, Lindsay Hoyle, had to intervene and give Boris a talking to. Prime Minister, sit down. Prime Minister, I'm not going to be challenged you, maybe the Prime Minister of this country, but in this house, I'm in charge. And we're going to on the standout seven, the QAnon shaman heads to jail and Adele chats to Oprah. Right after this. You're listening to the Smart Seven. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the Smart Seven Island edition. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Police are continuing to investigate events around the taxicab explosion in Liverpool on Remembrance Sunday. With the terror threat level escalated, Minister for Security Damien Hines spoke to Kay Burley and he says radicalisation of individuals is a real problem. It certainly is true that we've seen a move over time, a shift to uh, more self-directed, self-radicalised individuals or or, or small groups. Uh, During the lockdown periods, there have been more people spending more time in front of computer screens. And we know that when that happens for a very small minority there can be um, radicalisation. Former counter-terrorism chief Major General Chip Chapman painted a different view of the would-be attacker and is not impressed by the use of phrases like lone wolf. Lone wolf sort of suggests that people are cunning and he was not a mastermind. You don't take a taxi to a terror attack. The US Justice Department continues to work its way through the court cases stacked up after the Capitol riots in January this year. Wednesday saw Jacob Chansley, the so-called QAnon shaman who stormed the US Senate chamber in a fur outfit with a painted face, sentenced to 41 months in prison and a further 36 months of supervised release. His lawyer, Albert Watkins, says his client acknowledges his guilt. Mr Chansley owned his responsibility. He sought to be accountable. And he is respectful of this court and everyone involved in this case. He is absolutely embracing being held accountable. However, when asked about the former president, Donald Trump, his tone changed slightly and he had some fairly frank advice. I tell him, you know what? you got a few f-ing things to do, including clearing this mess up and taking care of a lot of the jackasses that you f***ed up because of January 6th. She's back, back, back. Now, you might not have noticed, but Adele has got a new album out and is pretty much everywhere as she promotes it. It deals with the drama of her recent divorce. She went full Meghan and Harry at the weekend, appearing in Oprah's back garden for an intimate chat and then performing a special live concert, which included an awkward marriage proposal. Didn't these guys listen to the lyrics? Anyway, our Adele says the whole divorce thing was a lot of hard work. But it was just exhausting trying to keep going with it it's a process you know the process of of a divorce the process of you know being a single parent i felt like not doing it anymore and also trying to like move forward but like with intention not just trying to get out of it for no reason made my feet hurt walking through all of that concrete 
This has been the Standout 7, the best of the week from the Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow, 7am, with the Sunday 7. Have a great rest of your weekend. Written, produced and published by Daft Doris.